This episode is in collaboration with Parsec Sabres. morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there. We're getting into the autumn mood here. He's Luke Bly, he's Master Blywalker, and how are you doing mate? Oi oi savaloi. Yeah, no, it is getting a rather autumnal, isn't it? Pumpkin spice latte season. I'm wearing my labyrinth t-shirt. Matty boy's got an orange hoodie on or orange orange. brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, mate. Awesome orange. And 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 we and we're just soaking up a soaker, aren't we? We're just like soaking up. Absorbing it. We're absorbing the hype and we're absorbing the show debut, uh, which is just great fun, mate. It's great, great fun. Waking up on those Wednesday mornings, new Star Wars. Does it get any yes. better? I don't think it does. Sorry, sorry, everyone else in my life. Don't sorry. think it does. I'm trying to think of situations that <laughs> be better, and you know, I don't think there is. You know, nah, yeah, yeah, there are probably some which are quite good, but. There's mm. none which I would consider to be so oh. good. As we're starting it. New Star Wars. Mate, starting I was it early. Home. Starting it early like, this week. I yeah. know, last last week, we missed out on dropping the uh, the classic execution. Oh. <laughs> until right at the very, 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 very got, end of the show. I've got my wine here, haven't I? I've got a cheeky, cheeky red. He loves the red. I've got, red a, today. Uh, mm. got a calf. So I'm getting them out of the way early, getting all the staples. If you're new to the show, that's what we do. But um, I, was, I was driving home the other day, mate, um, from dropping my daughter off, driving down the M25, it's getting a bit dark. Mm. Your mind wanders somewhat. Now, some people's mind might wander to, you know, the next date they're going to have or, you know, going out with the buddies or whatever. And I was thinking about the Mando movie, mate. And I thought, you know what's going to happen in the Mando yeah. movie? This is, this is totally, this is nothing out of context has came to me. Mando Dinjarin is going to sacrifice himself in the movie, and then one of the characters, maybe Bo Katan or someone, is going to shout, "Din, there must be another way," and he's just going to look straight up. We're going to have the mute. The Mando music's going to swirl, and he's going to say, "This is the way," and then he's going to get blown up or something. You, you mark my words. That's what that is going to happen. It's not the movie. It's going to happen at the end of season, whatever. But his last words will be, "This is the way," and we'll all cry. Uh, we will cry. We Where will it cry. It, it, it's cheesy, but sometimes we need the cheese. Sometimes we you know need it's a little happen. bit of mozzarella, you know, mm, or some cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> cheddar. 
Amazing, mate. Love it. Not you really okay, much. Though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm all You're right, good. mate. I'm good. all right. That's that sounds divine. I mean, there's not much like cra- like crazy Star Warsy stuff going on in my life right now, other than Ahsoka. I've got some new deflector DC cases that have come in clutch that I'm going to be putting oh, my nice. vintage collection figures in and Power of the Force figures in. Thanks for the recommendation on that, Mister Chris Fox. And while we're just uh, mentioning Mister Chris Fox, I just want to say congratulations to him and his missus because Huge. they're expecting a baby and. Chris is a good mate of the podcast, and yep. he, he announced it on the Discord today, so I thought I'd say it now. Congrats, mate. Lovely, lovely news for uh, for one of the sickheads, mate. One of the session's yep. sickheads, so brilliant stuff. Yeah, big up. Congratulations to Chris and the missus. Uh, I thought Chris's best achievement was 3D printing me the Mantis, but he only had to go and top wow. that achievement within weeks, but... I Great think it still is. To, still is. You know, I mean, yeah. for now it is. Mantis, yeah, it is. human child. That's, I don't know. That's what he's going to call his kid. Mantis Fox. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks to me. But. Great news to two of you. Congratulations. You're both sick kids for life. We love you both. Really, really chuffed to hear that news. Um, also chuffed to hear, mate, that we've got some news from Patreon HQ. The return of a king, some might say. Yes, mate. Uh, a huge shout out to our latest patron, and it is the return of the one, the only Johnny Olif, who has joined Boy. at the hello there tier. What a sick head! Welcome back, Johnny. We, you know, it, it means the world that you support the show when you can, mate. So thank you so much. You know the drill. We got loads of bonus content. We got our what? Well, we've just had our watch along. Actually, I was about was to fit. stumble there, mate. Boy, I was about to yeah. give away the fact. Come on, that mate. This might have been recorded before the watch along, but Come on, thanks, mate. mate. Means the world. Can't wait. Can't wait to meet up soon for a coffee and a nerd out, mate. Yep. That watch along. That was so good when that person said that funny thing during the watch along. We'll add the name in later. But no, Johnny, mate, you know the drill. I'm not even going to have to bother saying it. Thank you again for signing up, mate. And yes, we'll have to go and have a pint soon and talk about South End Football Club and High Republic mm. stuff and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for that, mate. You know we love you as well. We love Star Wars. What I also don't like is the incessant chiming in my ears. as a ringing, which must mean one thing, Lukey boy. Tell me, what is it? Oh, it must mean it's galactic news round. Ah, yeah, come on. Reveals from Hasbro PulseCon include the vintage collection director Krennic, Chopper, and Hu Yang figures, along with Captain Rex's helmet, Sabine Wren's lightsaber, plus Balin Skull and Shin Hattie figures in the Black Series line. Speaking at Florida's Ocala Comic-Con, Cameron Monaghan has confirmed that a third Star Wars Jedi game is in production at EA and Respawn Entertainment. On X, Guillermo del Toro confirms that at one point he was slated to direct a Jabba the Hutt feature film with David S. Goya handling the screenplay. And talking to IGN at Tokyo Game Show 2023, Lisa Penza, Vice President of Marketing for Quantic Dream, confirmed that Star Wars Eclipse is still in active development, stating, It's just not ready, it's simmering. Hey, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I am 
We are going to be talking about MCU and Star Wars tonight, two titans of pop culture. Sometimes they copy each other's homework, but that's okay, because they all live under the (laughs) Disney banner. Yes, tonight we're going to be looking at why Marvel and Star Wars don't have the same problem. Now, if you're sitting there thinking, what? We will go into this as to what these perceived problems are. Don't worry, we've got you covered. But this isn't a case of, or is this a case of this town ain't big enough for the both of us? Mm. Actually, the town is big enough for the both of them. And we're not here as Star Wars fans and a Star Wars podcast to pour water or scorn on the MCU. This isn't going to be a bashing session of, oh, look what Star Wars does better. We know there's some of you out there who possibly think it might be, but it ain't going to be. Instead, it's going to be a look at two massive, insanely popular ITs, IPs that operate independently from one another under the same company how they're different in maintaining their consistent success and why star wars is different to marvel and also what could star wars do better and what does it do better it isn't a case of right let's spend the next you know 55 minutes cacking all over marvel so don't worry about that now marvel's biggest fan luke Bly is here to carry on the conversation I joke. Listen, I just, I just. Li- listen. I was yeah. I was about to say, man. Like I know uh, on this podcast, especially since we've started it, uh, I've been pretty critical of Marvel, and I'm very quick to say, "Oh, Star Wars isn't Marvel," and blah 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 blah. <laughs> I, I want to reiterate that uh, no, I, I would consider myself a casual Marvel fan, yes, and I've it. enjoyed a lot of stuff that's come out of Marvel. I used to collect the Marvel comic books you know one of my oldest american comic books i own is a captain america issue from the 70s right so i do i do i do have a massive soft spot especially for some of those like legacy characters whatever you want to call them now like feels weird to call them that like captain america iron man Mm -hmm. some of my favorite comic book hero characters in cinema like you know when we're talking about the mcu there is definitely room in the pop culture sphere for your Marvel, for your Star Wars, for your DC. But I think it's really interesting to kind of look and analyze uh, Marvel at the moment and its state on the small screen and big scre- big screen. And, you know, you've already said Disney owns Star Wars and Marvel, and there are, there are some similarities, right? And they do get treated in a similar fashion sometimes, which is something that I really, really, really do not like. I am not a fan of that. The 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 uh, perfect example of that is the Disney shareholder day, the investor day or whatever it's called in 2019. Wow. Yeah. Disney say, hey, we're going to give you 10 Marvel projects and 10 Star Wars projects for Disney+. And it's like, why... And if you've listened, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know that I've I've complained about this uh, uh, many times. But I think it's really important for this conversation. Why are you treating them as the same thing? They're completely different. Mm-hmm. But I think there's there there are things to be learned from Marvel, 
and Marvel could le- certainly learn a couple things from from Star Wars. But ultimately, you know, is this a Marvel versus Star Wars conversation? I don't think so. Is it a comparison? Obviously, but this is almost like a letter to Disney. I feel like our, our, our discussion here will almost be. Uh, 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 yeah, an eye to eye with Disney, an imaginary Bob Iger yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> Sit down, Bob, sharp and listen. <laughs> so, have a cup of tea and listen. Yeah, have a cup of tea and listen. But listen, let's uh, let we we got to start somewhere, mate. We got to start somewhere. Um, and I'm really intrigued to hear your thoughts because I know we chat here and there about like the pop culture zeitgeist, really. But I mean, Matt is a film critic, if you didn't know, and Matt does another show with. Our boy Burke, right? He does the BAMP, and you review a lot of the Marvel content. So why don't you give us like the lowdown on Marvel as a whole, and then we'll probably like dive into more recent antics from Marvel and the MCU from Disney. Uh, I will do, mate. Marvel's a funny one because when it kicked off with John Favs and Iron Man and RDJ uh, Robert Downey Jr. in two thousand and eight. You know, they can say they wanted this to be a, a cinematic universe, but it all hinged on the success of that. And it went from there. And eventually we saw, because let's not forget Iron Man. Yes, he's a household name now, but he wasn't one of the A-tier heroes. Hmm. He was a very, very odd choice to lead any kind of cinematic universe or choice of character for a film, especially coming off the Nolan Batman films, which were huge. And it's Batman. Uh, and then, of course, you start getting Thor, Captain America, um and then eventually they get braver guardians of the galaxy things like that leading up to infinity war the end of the multi the end of the infinity saga infinity war and endgame which is what the 20 there's 20 odd films worth of content there leading up to what is a kind of a genuinely astounding run of films to get to that finale whether or not i you or anyone likes all of the films in it the fact that they managed to somehow make it work and make it feel so tight at the end of the infinity saga is a fantastic achievement in filmmaking. Uh, again, it, obviously it is, it, you need a little bit of luck along the way. You need things to fall into place that you can mm. look back on and think, Oh yeah, we planned that all along. We set it up in that film in 2015. But, um, but then of course you've got Avengers Endgame, which is the biggest film of all time for in terms of worldwide gross domestically force awakens. Nothing's topping that, my man. But uh, they could learn a thing or two about toppling that. But no, Avenger Endgame had un- <laughs> unparalleled success. Uh, and then, of course, that's gone toe-to-toe with Avatar. Again, another now Disney-owned property. But since then, you've got the multiverse saga where hmm. the the narrative, sort of linear, the linear narrative seems to have sort of dropped by the wayside a bit more for what I thought were going to be standalone films, which kind of, paid true to start with things like shang chi and a Etern- and eternals kind of feel like their own thing as well as then being part of a larger mcu and then the further we've gone into phase four phase five for me it seems to have become it's it's dropped off quite a bit you know there's things like ant-man and the wasp quantumania oh. i watched and i was like this is literally a stepping stone from a to c this is just part b but in the most obvious way you cannot sit down and watch that film on Disney Plus without any knowledge of what's going on and enjoy it because it is such an integral part now of this deep-rooted story which they found themselves in. They've written themselves into a corner. Uh, so playing around in multiverses has opened the doors for a lot of storytelling potential with Marvel. It's also opened the door for a lot of kind of messy storytelling. Guys on the show know my thoughts about multiverses and time travel. I think it's lazy. 
unless mm-hmm. it really is done well, well back to the future or something i just don't think it's a particularly very good way of uh telling your story and and recent films mate again i'm not going to go into a full-on history lesson here but other since endgame you've had two mcu films smash a billion spider-man far from home spider-man no way home the other films have all done quite well but then you've got black widow shang chi and eternal struggled to make 400 million shang chi mm-hmm. hit 432 million so since endgame there has been a drop off in takings the big the big hitters like guardians are still making 800 million and then of course you factor in that you've got so far in four years you've had 10 marvel shows released with loki season two coming up and then we'll get into the future of marvel and star wars productions coming up but in a minute we've had 10 marvel shows averaging 87 percent on rotten tomatoes there has been a slight drop off in the in the box office has been a drop off in quality and visuals and there has been a drop off from my circles in people who are respecting the mcu now i don't mean that to say people hate it people don't like it but the visual effects and the not paying your workers and the films not being to the quality that we expect them to be is noticeable and it has been noticeable even to some diehard fans or critics who i trust and listen to have kind of had to concede that there has been a drop off in quality now hopefully they'll get back to that but it's been, it's so so marvel has reached the very top mate very mm. very top of the tree and now it's kind of it's 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 rolling down the hill a little bit but i'll expect it to maybe peak again one day but they really have to start changing the things behind the scenes i don't mean fire hiring and firing but it's changing how they out yeah. their output and things like that because it's, it's, it's quite a big output but you can't deny the success that the studio has had and it's great to see uh so many people especially kids dig in the the characters and like you say you've got the old legacy comics as well it's mm. never going away uh but it has had a bit of a drop off for me mate for me I feel, I feel like, uh, by the way, I, I echo everything you just said. Uh, I completely see eye to eye with it. And I've enjoyed, I mean, post Endgame, and I think even on the run up to Endgame, I was a little bit critical of a lot of stuff that was, that was coming out. And, uh, and I, and I still stand by that. Some of it is just really cheap and, and, and badly done. But, you know, I rewatched, uh, Avengers Endgame a few months ago. With the missus, just really random. I think we'd had a long <laughs> week, and we're like, let, let, we just want something that's quite cheery on that we don't have to think too hard about. Because when you think too hard about Endgame, it just all kind of falls it apart. Falls You're like, is this this is a bit of a reach? You're just restarting <laughs> everything, <laughs> you know? Every, yeah. But I what I will say is emotionally that film does land for me. You know, that ending is it convoluted? Is it a bit crazy? Yes, is it long? It is, it is a bit long. Although it just didn't feel as long as what it actually was. There was something about that film that just really did land. I really like Infinity War, probably a, even oh. a little bit more than... Oh, I love that game. Infinity War, yeah. It was really good. It was really, really good. And there's the obvious stuff, like the CGI and the the effects are obviously chalk and cheese between Lucasfilm, ILM, and Marvel. Marvel, I think, lease out a lot of their CG and effect work to other studios. Star Wars, because it's Lucasfilm, they they are able to keep it in-house, able to have more quality control on the actual IP and what is going out onto people's televisions and into into cinema screens. But let's be honest, mate. If if let's rewind back to 2010. Right? Okay. So let's Marvel is the MCU is in its infancy, isn't it then? And Star Wars is producing The Clone Wars and and we got some Dark Horse comics coming out, right? So 
I am right in thinking that, right? Like 2010, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah 2008 was Iron Man, but that was that was your first film, and so it is very much in its infancy, very much right. so. Right, 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 right. So let's say um, like a, a future map time travels, does a bit of endgame yourself, yeah? You, you, you time travel back to, to, to past, man. You say, mate, okay. in 2019, <laughs> 20, in 2019, Star Wars Episode Nine is going to earn about half or, or more than half or less than half, sorry, of an Avengers film. And not just like the first Avengers film, it's going to be like the, the fourth Avengers film. Yeah. That's going to be a climactic event with loads of crossover films. It's going to be like, how many films lead up to Endgame? I don't even know. It's like it's 15 20, or something. About 20. 22 films, about something like that, yeah. Well, would you buy into that? Would you think, nah, come on, mate. Star Wars, Episode Nine, 2019, surely. No, I wouldn't buy into it um, because the well, at the t- yeah you could say in 2010 oh well, the culmination of this saga of Marvel Endgame and you've got the culmination of the Skywalker saga in 2010 I'm looking at it thinking mate you've got you're, if you're you're telling me episodes seven eight and nine are coming out and what happened after Return of the Jedi it's going to be blockbuster it's going to do gangbusters but it's going to be huge and the finale is going to blow everyone away they're going to they're going to hit the nail on the head. They're going to stick the land in. $17 billion later, we're all laughing. But no, I, uh, even though Star Wars was in the doldrums then, no disrespect to the Clone Wars because we love it, but in terms of cinematically, it, it ended with Revenge of the Sith, we were told. Mm-hmm. So if you told me that they were going to make a triumphant return with the like, the powerhouse backing of Disney, I would have thought it was a no-brainer. Generally would, because you've had, you've had Iron Man, you got Iron Man 2 coming, you know, you're looking, you're in the early days of Incredible Hulk, Thor. Like, yeah, is that enough to sustain people's hearts and minds uh, for the next few years to a culmination event? I wouldn't have thought so, no. It's when they started, you know, bringing the Avengers together and started mm. Captain America, his their, those films and Civil War and all that stuff, uh, lead and then with Guardians and starting to branch out and piece it all together. You think, okay, I see what you're doing there, guy. I, I, I still would have thought Episode Nine would have done more because mm-hmm. it's the culmination of a forty odd year out long beloved, the the pop culture saga. I was, I, I, I would have bet my house on it, but it, it, you know th- th- what Marvel have done better is they planned their they planned their trajectory they planned their route to getting there yes there were things along the way which they will point out and have done they marvel and feige and the lads have pointed out yeah that maybe wasn't necessarily planned but we were able to capitalize on it we were able to adjust on the fly i don't think we got that in the sequel trilogy and i think it shows with endgame and the rise of skywalker one is like you said something which you can cheer on there's a really celebratory tone in Endgame, alongside the emotion at the end, and Tross has that, but I don't think it's as successfully done. So, if you'd asked no, me not. in 2010, I'm telling you right now, Episode Nine is going to be a triumph. Spot what about me. you? Would you would you nah, have thought otherwise? Yeah, I, I wouldn't believe you. I wouldn't believe. I'd be like, you, you're winding me up, mate. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> all the other what? Some of, yeah, because also we, I think it's easy to forget that. We live in a world right now, anyway, where Captain America is more popular than Superman. Yep. And if you grew up in the nineties, or but you know before that, or in the two thousands, I I just don't think 
that's an easy thing to swallow or buy, really, especially if you're a DC fan. But it's true, you know, if if you grow up with those, that, that those phases of the MCU, phase one, two, three, that lead up to Endgame, you know, Captain America, old old Roger or whatever his name is, like he's. <laughs> You know, he's a big deal. He's a, he's a proper big deal, ain't Roger. he, people? Steve Rogers. People, that's it, Steve Rogers. Yeah, I knew that, halfway. really. On your left, on Roger. your left. On your left. I, on your left. I, I, I think there's a lot to be said about that. There is a lot to be said about that. But I think, I, I think there's a lot of greed there. Now, Marvel lends itself to mass storytelling because it's a comic book genre. It's it's inspired and derivative of comic book that exists. Adaptation. That is out there. Yeah, an adaptation. It's there. And that's what they've done. I remember seeing the uh, Captain America Civil War comic book long before like in comic book stores, like long before the film came out in 2015 or whenever that was, you know, that it was the materials there. And that is a leg up that, that that is a leg up in many ways. Does star Wars have similar material? Yes, it does. Could star Wars learn from looking at its old expanded universe and going, well, I like that. I like that. I like that. Maybe we should do this. And maybe we should, I don't know, go off of something that's written, something that therefore has a structure and a plan and an ending. Yes, it would be tremendous if we did that. And I think we're starting to see, you know, with uh, Rebels obviously did it first, kind of taking Thrawn and uh, loads of things. TIE Fighters like from expanded material, from old canon and going, well, we can bring this into canon in animation. And lo and behold, we're now getting it in live action. We're getting it in Ahsoka right now. Papa Thrawn. Papa Thrawn is on our screens. Mm. I wouldn't have believed that back in 2015, 2016. Even when we were getting introduced to Thrawn, I would have gone, nah, this this is just animated stuff. So you can see how Star Wars in that regard has, has arguably matured, right? It's going, okay, okay, there is really good source material out there. Not all of it. A lot of it's rubbish, Ooh, but no, yeah. just like the Marvel comic books. Yeah, just like the Marvel, Marvel yep. comic books. You can take the best parts of it and go, well, we're going to adapt that. We're going to do yeah, this. Yeah. We're going to take that character. And that's something that I greatly admire about the MCU. And they've done that tremendously. In more recent years, there has been a big wobble. You know, I remember at the during the old lockers, down lock, uh, lockdown, watching WandaVision and thinking, this is pretty cool, isn't it? This oh, is a bit it. left, bit left field. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not perfect. The mystery but I was like, this is great. I just thought, like, at that time, you know, we'd just had Endgame. And, oh, well, not just, but we'd had Endgame and, and Marvel was kind of, that was their first Disney Plus show, right? Was one yes, of yeah. I remember just thinking, yeah, this is, this feels a bit like a, uh, a bit like a, a win, you know, something so different yeah, and bold. so art, like artistically original too, like visually really great. And yeah, just kind of things just didn't, keep up to that standard i don't feel you know falcon and the wind soldier i liked that actually but i, I think a lot of a lot of people thought there weren't this as matty boy would say the stakes the stakes weren't there stakes. loki i thought loki was pretty decent at times may have quite frankly for me a bit boring but i really most most part quite liked it 
CG was horrendous, like disgustingly horrible at times. I was not a fan of it, but sometimes... Have you seen there's a YouTube video of like why the MCU looks kind of ugly? There's something like that. That's just popped into my head. That is not in my notes. That is not in my notes. I don't know verbatim what what the title is or who who uploaded it, but there is is a video and someone explains why it's almost like a conscious thing that like a way they can get away with it because it is comic booky but there's been some losses mate like she hulk oh yeah, that i wasn't was, a fan of that or that secret invasion i wasn't a fan of that oh, as well matt was, secret invasion it mate. was did and i think see? most marvel fans will tell you that well, Amelia did you see big arm. oh the last episode mate i hated it <laughs> i did um, last episode but, can't believe it it's so yeah, bad yeah it's 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 not good it's it's it, yeah it, i just don't like the fact that it, there's so much stuff coming out over there and so it, well, i mean we're talking disney plus now i might as well mention it i said just now we've got 10 shows from marvel in, in the in the can including things like what if we've got 13 more coming up 13 oh, more in comparison star wars has had 10 shows in the last four years since disney plus including Jedi adventures and clone Wars season seven We've got two to come, Acolyte and Skeleton Crew. Maybe a droid story, but we've definitely got two. So, and also, Star Wars averages ninety percent on RT to Marvel's 84, 87, Sorry, in the uh, in the TV series, but so there's that. there's that there's the problem inherently for me, and I think it's going to be a big part of the conversation. Is they're both sitting on ten, and Marvel's pumping out six times more shows in Star Wars in the next few years. And their characters like Agatha, their characters like Echo. Uh, I mean, come Hasn't on. Hasn't Echo been shelved? Didn't they shelve that? I heard recent. I think that's the most recent yeah. thing. Is they've gone. It, yeah, we're just we're, we're just put that on on the shelf. We're, from the sounds of it, I think they wish they'd done that before they filmed it. But um, I know mm. our boy Bestwin had mentioned that they're dropping the whole thing in in one because they just don't have the confidence in it. And which has never been done before on Disney, but it, it you know it, it's that reactionary thing. Let's get an Agatha show out. Let's get an Echo shot uh, show out. Let's get all these other ones we've got coming out. And you're coming off the back of what was a really good start: WandaVision, Falcon, uh, Loki, and a lot of people really, really love Loki. Yeah, uh, a lot of people like Hawkeye as well. Hawkeye's Hawkeye's all right. Hawkeye's fine. I you know Florence Pugh, Hayley Steinfeld, whatever, love it. <sighs> um, but then <sighs> Moon Knight love moonlight for the most part apart from the um animals fighting at the end enjoyed moonlight mainly because of who was in it oscar isaac ethan hawk ma 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 come to papa um and then i liked miss marvel i thought it was a nice kind of quaint in comparison it's smaller family orientated it was fine but then in between sandwich that with she hulk secret invasion there's just too much coming out which is for this pop culture fan mediocre and here comes almost the entitled side of it. I am beca- going to become that person on social media I can't stand, but it's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for me that somebody like Marvel can release something as substandard. And there will be people out there will be saying, mate, what are you talking about? This isn't substandard. And I'm not knocking the people who work on it who work far too hard on these things and get paid far yeah. too little on these yeah. things. It's the storytelling. And it is the fact that there is a mandate. We've got 13 shows to come out. We've got three or four years to get them out in they've got to happen because they all tie into the next film or the next phase. You they, they can't delay them. It, it, it feels like fast food television at times. And I, I'm not here for that. 
is are there mm. some Star Wars shows which aren't the best, which could have cooked a little bit longer? Yes. Are there some episodes which could have certainly cooked a bit longer? Yes, absolutely. But I think they're taking their well, they're taking their time now over at Lucasfilm. I think they know that they can't and shouldn't put out ten shows in the next three years. Let's let's put out a couple. Mando season mm-hmm. four and or season two are continuations, so you, I guess you can add those to it. Um, but they're not putting out new, particularly new shows. Lando, we mentioned that last week, is becoming a film. In terms, in terms of the actual um, Disney Plus backlog, could be a good thing, mate. Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Marvel mm-hmm. was the hottest thing in town. Yeah. And it was the best thing since sliced bread in 2019. Endgame landed, smashed records around the world, apart from the Anglosphere. Thank you for pointing that <laughs> out, mate, boy. The the US, UK, Oz, Force Awakens, Star Wars, number one. Yeah, um, how it is. That's the, that's the way we roll. That is the way we roll. But no, I, I, I totally get why the IP was just on such a high and they worked very hard for that. And, and things just came together and it worked. You know, whether you're a fan or not, it did work. And Kevin Feige, the team over there, smashed it. And it felt to me like, and, and this is the juice, this is the juice. Is this Marvel saying, yeah, we've smashed it. We can do more. We got even more stuff to, 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 to tell you guys. We've got even more mythology to expand on. Or is this Disney, the parent company saying, oi, oi, <laughs> these shareholders are going to like, <laughs> they're going to like a bit more of this content. Look, we're going to be dropping. Buy another yacht with these takings. Right. Right, like it's got to be. Bit I, of both. I think I I agree. I don't think it's leaning just like more Disney one way to the other. Only, though. Yeah, they're not the only bad guys here, but there's got to be incentives of you know Marvel turn. You know, bad's even a strong way to put it. But without a doubt, you don't just go. Hey, we've smashed it here. Um, we're on top of the world. How do we? How do we? Uh, how do we like continue this success? I know. Let's. Uh, Let's pump out like 16 films in the next like two, three years and 20 shows or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Like years ago, mate, they could put out the MCU could be so bold and and I respect it where they could put out Black Panther, huge cultural event, Infinity War, huge cultural event and Deadpool 2 biggest R rated film of all time. I believe within literally, and I mean literally months of each other, and they all went on mm. to smash the box office. You know, there was a time when they, they, they could do that and you would guaranteed success. If it was a Marvel film coming out, everybody get out of the way because you ain't making any money. People are going <laughs> to swarm to see these films. <laughs> and of course, and that, that, you, people are going to remember that. And I, I think unless you're solo, unless, unless you're solo, and, a Star Wars story. Unless your eyes like, he's flexing his muscles and he, he's going to like, beat no, him down. We are gonna put Solar Star Wars story yeah. in between Deadpool and Infinity, and it's going to make it. thirty cents and a pack <laughs> and of crisps. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna watch it. <laughs> what I, wish, I wish more people what did. It's a fun feel, but my um, days. But yeah, they could, they could do that. So they're, they're, that's the, the power inherently comes from that. And that is a, that is a huge flex. So I do think that you know shareholders probably remember that and think it's the same Marvel who can do that now and and crush the box office. It ain't the same. You know, Marvel is still a big box office juggernaut, but. There's less uh, necessity to move at the minute. Um, but, oh, mate, 
when you think to to your point, I'm leaning more towards yeah. Obviously, Disney and the the higher ups and the overlords are saying, look, more content means more money for us. But I do also think there is from the creatives at Marvel and Feige, um, just like Kathy Kennedy can be accused of. I think there is also a bit of like you said, yeah, we're really good at this. We've shown we're good, and we and if we mm-hmm. put stuff out, if, if we make it, they will come. Kind of atmosphere yeah. um, attitude. So I do, ego. I do think there it's is. Gonna be ego. I can't blame them. There's, there's money, and there's they, they've shown like merchandising, box office, and everything that they're a force to be reckoned with. No pun intended. But Lucasfilm oh. and Kathy Kennedy have also done the same. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I think that's a really natural segue of kind of seeing. Well, what else could Star Wars learn from this, or Lucasfilm learn from this? It isn't that. Hey, this Mandalorian show is really good. Let's. Uh, Let's make eight more shows. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, that's not what that means. Continue with the Mandalorian. Make the Mandalorian story very yeah, good. Man. Make it a timeless classic. And there is, there just does seem to be this culture of mass production, mass production, mass production. I genuinely believe there is, and that's a you know a very blanket statement because partly in that mass production mm-hmm. we've got some of the greatest science fiction and science fantasy television and and and, and film ever. Yeah, whether that's like Andor, Andor, mate, come on, come on. It, even come some on. some of the stuff we've seen in Ahsoka in Mandalorian, we're talking about iconic, iconic pop culture, pop culture. References will be made to all of those shows for years to come. They will have a legacy. No, no, no doubt. No doubt. But sometimes you just need to chill out. You just need to calm it down and focus on quality, not quantity. And that is, I think, a, a, a general feeling. And it's not even an unreasonable thing to say that it's become noticeable over there with our friends at marvel that they are just like mate yeah that you know if there's a character agatha agatha from wandavision's getting a show hang on what 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 you know why 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 do we need that and i'm sure people will watch it i'm sure people will enjoy it but the question is the question is is that best is that the best thing for the mcu is that the best thing for marvel i don't think it is i doubt it sorry I just don't. Yeah. And, what and it should have bre- been for that Agatha show, sorry, is just yeah. don't just to jump on it. Like last year, they did that werewolf thing for the spooky season. People really dug it. Drop, drop a one, drop a sixty-minute Agatha special at the end of October. You know, play play into the season, play into the feeling, and that's yeah. it. There you go, done. Big big bash, bish bash bosh. Love a bit of nosh. You've done your Agatha. I, I, I think you don't good. need a show. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great shout. Actually, that's a great shout. Yeah, and it's hire it's, me. Last, you know, the other week we were talking about Lando, right? We were talking about Lando, the, the 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 series now film, and it's like, lads, you know, we've just had three films announced at, at Star Wars Celebration, mm. and that felt like such a win. That felt it felt liberating, all while feeling a little bit conservative. You know, you can go and do a Marvel phase plan and say we're doing all of these here and blah 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 blah, and it's like, no, 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 no. Start we're, just, we're having three films: one for this era, another for this era, and another for this era. And to me, it just felt so smart because, yes, at the end of the day, Disney and the brands in Disney, and this is this is common. This is Warner Brothers. This is. Universal, Paramount, 
all publicly traded. They are all publicly traded companies and they owe they owe work and product and good news to their shareholders. That is the society we live in. Yep, and that's money. That's business. That is capitalism at the end of the day, right? And that's given a lot of people a lot of jobs and, you know, talented people a platform to, to create this amazing art that we love so much. But it does not mean the system is flawless. And it 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 really feels like, you know, that, that celebration, it did tick the boxes of, yeah, we're doing three films, which is a lot, by the way. And we're doing yeah. these shows. We're doing this. We're doing that. But it still just had that feeling of constraint. Control. Last week, yeah, yeah. And then last week, you know, oh, um, Lando, film now. Oh, no, lads. You're doing Drop it again. Don't, maybe. don't. And it feels like there's a slippery slope here. And that it feels like we've seen our friends, we've seen our neighbors do this over at Marvel and MCU, mm-hmm. the, the, the studios, right? Don't. Don't fall into that trap. You know how this is going to end. You know it. And now Marvel yeah. are in a position where they're trying to pull back, like, rein it in, lads. Don't yep. don't just they drop are. content everywhere because people ain't watching it. People aren't interested. They're not. And they make and when they do, most of the time they're making fun of it. Yeah? Secret invasion. People were just making fun on. of it. That that finale, mate, that's all I saw was the arm oh. thing on Twitter or on Instagram. People just Obviously. having a laugh about it. And it's no, Come we don't want to Star be Wars, that. Amelia. We'll, we'll, we'll treat you better over here. Um, no, no, we're not. We're, there's no verses here. But no, you you are right, mate. There is that need to to, to pull back, and the control at celebration impressed me because you know you know behind mm-hmm. the scenes you've got they they announced the past, present, and future. The three films for Star Wars. You know they're thinking, oh wow, with these make money, we can spin off and we can create new sagas from each. Well, maybe not Mando one, but certainly from Mangold and Obey Chinoy. But they didn't say that. They just said we've got three films. We're doing this. Mm-hmm. You know they mm-hmm. wanted to say more, but they maybe they've learned a little lesson there. And that is exciting to me to know that we're only going to get three. We were, and they they can pump their resources and their time into each one, make it the event because the the celebration announcement felt like an event because it was just three films. Here's the three filmmakers and the English Rose Daisy Ridley herself coming out. If they'd done that, for, if they'd bought ten directors out and had them all explain ten films, we'd be half asleep. We'd be bored. Give us mm-hmm. three films, make it feel big. The Lando announcement yeah. did kind of it just came out of nowhere, and I mean, uh, it's, it's got Disney Plus written all over it still. But we'll see. I know a lot of people from our socials last week were very excited post our show, saying you know they can't wait, and I respect that. I, I will be there first night watching it anyway. You know we will, but. Um, it's Big an time. interesting discussion. Though, like, what what can Star Wars learn from Marvel? Because Marvel's got a lot of wins behind it, and it's also got stumbling points along the way. And you know, there are a few things Star Wars does better. I think one of the things that it not necessarily le- well, it can learn from this, but where, but I think directors in Star Wars, there's more license for a director of a Star mm-hmm. Wars project. Directors cannot add their stamp to films in the MCU. One of the directors came out, I think it is Nia DaCosta who's doing the Marvels. She came out this week upon recording and, and literally verbatim almost said that. I'll paraphrase, but she said, you know, Kevin Feige ha- ha- does say to his directors, this is the story, do it how we say mm. and everything will be okay. And that's, it's out there. Go check out the quotes. It's a paraphrase, but it's essentially that. And she's like, that's fine. We know what we sign up for, but... Uh, it is also a way to kind of 
make get get ahead in Hollywood. You get a Marvel film, and you know you you're doing well. But um, interesting comment, I thought, to come out and say. Well, that's what happened with the um, the amazing uh, name escapes me who do, did Eternals. Yeah, Chloe she Zhao. was on t- Chloe Zhao. Thank you. You know, she was like on top of her game, and you know, just won Best Director at the Oscars. You were like, oh, you're doing a Marvel film. Kevin Feige is also spewing this, you know, oh, mate, we're going to be like entering this film for, for best picture. And is that right? I mean, you're the film nerd here. Like, he did, is he that did more say that. Because he did say that. He did say that. Yeah, Chloe Zhao just won best director for Nomadland and was, you know, the top of the table in Hollywood at the time. Mate, come on. I watched that film. I watched that film at home with Callum and Megan. Like, we, yeah, we all remember. watched it together and we were like oh they i love marvel don't they get the get the popcorn yeah they enjoy they enjoy the comic book genre uh, uh, megan's way more of a dc fan than a marvel fan but you know we were excited to just hang out together get some popcorn some drinks and watch yeah, eternals and yeah. i remember that night thinking what like during the film during the film we were like what is this what is going on because when you do say stuff like yeah we're gonna be entering this film for best picture we're gonna we have such faith in it you know you've not seen anything yet you thought endgame was a big deal you wait till you watch eternals it's so obviously spin and there's <laughs> similarity here between kevin and kathy you know it's not the exact same because kathy doesn't yeah, do know, yeah. you know, the yeah, same yeah. thing but you know what i'm gonna say like kathy comes out and says stuff like we're gonna be doing this we're gonna be making this film we're gonna bring this person we're gonna do that and it doesn't happen time yeah. after time after time again and you you eventually no matter if you're pro or anti kathy kennedy you know that's a conversation for a different time i think kathy's done more or less a really good job um mm-hmm. but not perfect made some actually in in hindsight pretty daft decisions from what we see from what we yeah, the public see there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff we have no idea about and you know you hear these stupid youtubers like dr doomcock and that talking all, of them. all sorts of rubbish like there's a civil war at locust film between john favreau and kathy kennedy and blah, blah, blah. mate you Aiden have christianson's the boss you have no idea how Hollywood works. You've you've never worked in a company like a corporate company. You're an you're an idiot. You have no idea, mate. Absolutely yeah. no idea. But that doesn't mean someone like Kathy is flawless, does it? And when you come nope. out and you're saying all this stuff's going to happen and it doesn't happen, as the audience, you 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 lose faith. You do. You lose faith, and you need faith in a leader. And Kevin is is starting i think with this just sheer volume volume of of stuff coming up from marvel you're starting to lose faith a little bit right no like no matter what they say you're like yeah i'll take it with a grain of salt and we're like that now in lucasfilm we we are and that's not that's not the best position to be in it can be improved upon and i think actually lucasfilm is in a maybe right now a better position than the mcu um, but maybe that's just me and that's probably my bias right but i don't know it's easy to go on about this but listen we just wanted to take a breather take a breather we know it's a lot guys but we wanted to just thank the guys over at parsecsabers.com for sponsoring this episode of star wars sessions we love the parsec sabers sickheads they're lads we met them at celebration we got on like a house on fire and guess what 
we, we, we love each other so much that I've got a Parsec Sabre and I'm playing with it in the street. You know, no younglings are being hurt, but it's great banter. Matty boy, tell everyone about ParsecSabers.com. Well, we love them, mate. We love we love it, but we also love Parsec Sabres just as much. Yeah, mate, we've uh, we collaborated with the lads from Parsec Sabres because we love their ethics, we love their values, we also love their customer service. Those guys get it. But we do also love the Sabres. Yes, we were sent Sabres. That's fine. We would happily also turn around and say, well, this is a bit rubbish. If it was, thankfully, they are not. We've mentioned it before. If, if this is your first time listening, we're telling you, these Sabres are the real deal. They're chunky. They're heavyweight. They they, they are drop resistant because, again, I dropped it again this week. So I've dropped my I've dropped my Calcestis Survivor Sabre twice now, and it hasn't bent, it hasn't broken, it hasn't distorted the sound is just as good as ever i'm still trying to do that kind of hayden christensen flick between the fingers jobby but i still haven't got it yet but honestly such good sabers they sound great everyone i've shown it to is very impressed my daughter's very very impressed with it she went to pick it up every day i almost fell off because it was a bit too heavy for her so i've got to get her on the weights but honestly i've got the, the cow Kestis one yeah, it's in pride of place behind me it's on its little um display unit <sighs> genuinely when we go to cons if, it ever, if there's ever a need to I'd happily be seen with this and I would happily be like yeah this is a Parsec Sabre it's quality and like Lukey Boy said you can take it in the street you can light up the street because these things will light up the street in the dark they are so That's bright and they're made for dueling yeah, me and me and Luke, we're going to have a blackout oh, mate, if there's a blackout you stand in the middle of the street waving that not only will Sorted. you get all the moths around you You'll have all the neighbours saying, where, where, where do you get that from? You'll probably have like an Where Airbus. do they get it from? You'll, you'll have an Airbus A380 like landing <laughs> Land in the on sea, mate. Well, if yeah. people are listening to this and we hope they are thinking, <laughs> well, these guys, we hope they're telling the truth. I'm telling you again. Right, I'm looking you in the eyes. You can't see, but I am. These are quality products. We would not put our name to something we do not believe in. These are well worth your time and well worth your money. And they are cheaper than their competitors, which is also something mm. we quite like. Lukey boy. Where can everyone get one of these sabres, and how can we save them a few bunts? A few bunts, bunts and burn a nice little mm. earners, because that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna give you. Um, look, it's a nice discount code. Sessions for ten percent off character lightsabers, right? Character lightsabers, they they're premium. They're the real deal, and it's a lot cheaper than flying to Galaxy's Edge to get them. Yeah, just calling it calling spade a spade. Yeah. And if you want 5% off everything else, you can use the code SESSIONS5. But honestly, character. The, there are ones that aren't characters that are a lot more affordable, by the way. But, you know, the character ones, they're just juicy. Like the Obi-Wan saber. Have you always oh. dreamed of owning Anakin or Obi-Wan's lightsaber? Of course you have. You're a Star yes. Wars fan. You're human. Yes. Use the discount code SESSIONS. 10% off It'd mean the world, guys. They're a great company. Go check them out. ParsecSabers.com. Yes. Thank you to the guys at Parsec Sabres for collaborating with us on this very special episode. We love you guys. So so back to the discussion, MCU, Star Wars. Yeah, I think directors get more say in Star Wars. I think a direct, you hire a director because you want their voice to come out. It's the whole point of hiring a director. I want the Ray film to feel like a Charmaine Obey Chinoy film. Now, I also recognise not many people may have seen those films, but there's a very human quality to those films, very raw quality, and I want that to shine through. We know what Filoni's all about with Ahsoka, the Mandoverse. We could, we can all know, we all know what the Mandoverse film's going to look like, hopefully a little bit more practical, a little less volume. 
Mangold, again, Mangold's a very visual director. I hope he, this feels like a, his new uh, Dawn of the Jedi film feels like a Mangold film. I don't want it to just feel like you're just regurgitating a film with Star Wars on it. It all feels the same. I could direct it. Luke could. Anyone could. There needs to be a reason why you've hired these people. So I think that's something that Star Wars as well. And I also think it an, um, uses animation well as well, mate. I think oh, much what? better. What Star Wars? Star yeah, Wars I think uses it does. animation. Yeah, you've, you've, I would you've agree. Had what if, haven't you? You got what if with Marvel, and it's it's fine, fine. A bit, yeah. a bit rubbish, a bit unnecessary. I mean, but it is kind of tying into the multiverse a bit. But for me, mate, Star Wars, you've got long running animation to tell stories outside of the main stories, and you're not tying down a list actors to these big old contracts. You, you know, look at the Clone Wars. It's not Hayden. It's not you, and it's not the Mandem. It's a it's their own beloved gang. Clone Wars, Rebel, the Rebels might be the opposite in terms of um, uh, where we're going to go to. But Resistance, The Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, maybe, they all allow you to expand a story in a way that doesn't feel as painstakingly vital as MCU storytelling. Mm. And also, it doesn't, how do I say this? It doesn't clog up the schedule so much. If Resistance, Clone Wars, Rebels were live action TV series, it feels like you're clogging things up a bit. Animation is just as key, though, isn't it, mate? I'm not. We, we wouldn't put no, an animation down with this on this show. No, 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 no. It, it, we love you're, it. You're, yeah, you're bang on. You're bang on the money. I mean, credit where credits due. You got like the Spider-Man cartoons and stuff. They do really good. But I think we're talking yeah. more the MCU. You know, the shared universe yeah, and whatnot. Because Marvel, Marvel's got a rich, a really decent history of uh, like the, also the X-Men it? cartoon. Really cool. So that animation, they, they are. They're really funky. It's just. We're talking about shared universe here, right? So, yes. yeah, I Hang would on. totally agree. That is an asset to Star Wars. And it's kind of right. So here's, here's the six of some, half a dozen of the other, cool, right? Mate. It's a strength in some ways. It's a weakness in other ways. And you can flip that for Marvel and Star Wars, right, for what I'm about to say. Star Wars isn't chronologically told. Star Wars is from the start. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, episode, yeah. Uh, episode four. Yeah, Wait. that was the first one. Wait, George. Um, yeah, no, Empire is episode five. Wait, so in the cinema, George, you want it to be Empire Strikes Back episode five. Yeah, episode five. Because one day I'll do the prequels. Episode one, two, oh, and three. But you'll, you'll do seven, eight, and nine next, but, though, surely. No. Yeah, no, there's, there's going to be 12. There's going to be 12 in total. <laughs> That's how many I'm going to do. That's yeah. how much he wanted to do. And so right. George is always classic. George he's is like, look, I'm going to be doing this. And yeah, he's an eccentric guy. Very easy. He's, I think he's a <laughs> genius. He, he, he sees beyond, you know, just what's in front of him. Marvel. And this, this is an advantage in a lot of ways. Marvel is a continuous chronological story. It, yep. it goes in its phases with the exception of uh, Black Widow. Is it Black Widow? Uh, which is uh, kind of like Yeah, it. Black yeah, Widow was, went back a little a th- bit, but yeah. That's a throwback because that came out post. Other than that, generally speaking, and uh, Marvel, Captain Marvel, generally it's going all in one trajectory. And then by the end of the film, the point that's being made contributes to the current phase. Star Wars goes... Mm, yeah, that Clone Wars that we mentioned in 1977. Yeah, we're not going to answer that till the 2000s. <laughs> and we're <laughs> not going to gonna gonna finish it. it. We're not going to finish it until 2020 or whenever, 21, whatever it was. That is a bit mental, mate. That is a bit crazy, but it's 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 an advantage 
to Star Wars, but it's also a disadvantage to Star mm-hmm. Wars because yeah, I think a lot of people can just lose track. Whereas at least of Marvel, yes, there is a lot of stuff going on. And yes, there there is new content that I think is putting people out because people feel overwhelmed by just how much is going on. But it's all kind of happening in real time, right? It's You can kind of jump on, jump off and know, mm-hmm. well, I can always, I haven't watched up to this point, so therefore I'm missing this and I can continue from that way. I think Star Wars does need to get a little bit better at explaining, you know, what, what do I watch next? Brand it. The Mandalorian is part of this era. Boba Fett is also included and you need to watch Boba Fett before Mando season three. Imagine explaining that to someone, mate. Can you, like, what? Before, yeah, yeah, before you start Mando season three, kids, you gotta press back on the old button on the remote and watch this other show called The Book of Boba Fett. Oh, you didn't watch the post credit scenes? Oh, you see, if you watched that, you would have known. There's an argument mm-hmm. that Marvel can do a similar thing, but no, 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 no. I, I, I think Star Wars needs to get a lot better at that. It really, it really does, mate. Especially with all of these anthology series and films, and just brand it better. Brand it better. I think. I think. Yeah, well, then you mentioned the post-credit, mid-credit stingers and everything. That is very much the marvelization of modern cinema. But they do it in a way that it plays into the next thing. So apart from yeah. we still haven't seen Harry Styles as Thanos's half-brother, which is hilarious. But they introduce that for <laughs> whatever. But you've got, you, you know that whatever comes next will play into the next film or one of the next films. You know it's coming up. Uh, so, it's, you know, I, I dig. And people, like, people sit behind now. I go to watch films quite a lot. I go and watch a French drama film and there are still people sitting in the cinema waiting for a post credit scene. Guys, it's just become so ingrained in culture now that there's going to be a stinger in so many films and genres do it sci-fi horror um action that they have stingers now for the next thing and it's you know it's very impressive but it's also very annoying um but yeah Mar- I-, I totally agree with you mate marvel's much neater in its like n- narrative it's less questioning of well, where does it fit into the timeline it's next in the timeline basically mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that is that mm-hmm. is that is quite good but then at the same time if they ever want to go back they'll have to establish right this is now actually set way back when so it, it, they'd, they're always going to have to kind of keep going forward it's been working so far there's no need to change uh, Star Wars is all over the place but it's got the scope to do that they've established that True, it, it's a galaxy what the problem with Marvel I find is that because a lot of it is set on Earth there's only so much you can do and I know that they go to other planets like Guardians doing and they also go to Titan and that in Infinity War and of course they travel about It's it is also a galaxy but Star Wars has always said this is a galaxy there are trillions of planets which we can go to now we're seeing like uh, new galaxies popping up with so new uh places to go to which gives you a better scope so you can start here you can go back in time or you can set it bby like 40 years before the battle of yavin pre-phantom menace they just got to get there they just got to be honest we'll not be honest be transparent the high republic the acolyte show is going to be a they're almost like a litmus test. Mm-hmm. They need mm-hmm. to establish pre-show where point. that is for people. That's a but good point. It's come out of nowhere, isn't it? The the High Republic in the last few years done very well uh, in, terms pop- in terms of popularity and sales. Most certainly in Phase One, Phase Two took a little drop for sales, but it's just about that transparency, mate. And that's what we hope they get. And Marvel doesn't need to do that as much because it's mm. very much one-way traffic for the most part. I mean. You've got a streaming service. You've got a platform. 
tell, explain it on that, explain yeah. it on that. And, uh, you know, I don't, you know, this little linear, oh yeah, watch the saga in this order. No, no, no. That is dumb. It's stupid. Yeah. Disney plus needs you a can't. huge, a huge, like re-engineering on its oh, user oh. interface. It, re- it really does need to be reprogrammed because uh, it, for me to even, I think I, when I, when you, when you click on, uh, a film and then it uh, has a suggestion below it on Disney plus and you click into that you have to like go back 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 if you if you keep doing that right if you keep looking at the suggestions of the suggestions you can't just go back to the home page and uh, you know, as some of you guys know maybe if you listen to the podcasts on that on our patreon you you'll know I'm not even a big fan of Netflix at the moment right I've got a love hate relationship with Netflix uh, right now um but no doubt the UI the, the user experience and interfaces is miles ahead yeah, of Disney, better. even Amazon. I think only really Apple can be comparable to Netflix at the moment with Apple TV Plus. And even then, you, you, you can just, just, you can explain this stuff to people. You can make it easy. If you put the effort in, even if you rebrand it, right? George Lucas did that for the prequels, right? It was Star Wars Episode One. And then what did they refer to it in the marketing? Episode one. Now, of course, it's the Phantom Menace, but it was Star Wars episode one, the Phantom yep. Menace. And I know Disney's wanted to move away from that. Or modern era Lucasfilm wanted to move away from that because they thought the numbers would be too daunting. If you come out the gates and this is episode seven, you know, there's that subconscious, oh, I've got to watch all this other stuff to keep up. That's, well, mate, that's the reality of the franchise, right? Make standalone stories that can stand on their own two feet, but just make sure people understand when and where it is on the timeline. And in that regard, I think Star Wars really, really could learn from Marvel because I go into the Marvel section, Marvel, phase one, here's all your stuff. Marvel, phase two, here's all your stuff. Marvel, phase three, here's all your stuff. You get the idea, right? We could absolutely learn a lot from Marvel in, in, in that regard. And also maybe to commit into projects, even though they announce them and even there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but hey, they follow through, right? Lucasfilm doesn't it, always do that. They no, don't. They don't. It's, it's horses for courses at the end of the day, mate. I mean, I'm, I, I, I can sit here and look at the Marvel have released 32 films in 15 years. Star Wars have released 12 in 46. And I could look wow. at it and think diminishing returns. And actually, you know, Marvel Marvel's average taken is 923 million compared to Star Wars 860 million. Of course, more numbers, shorter time, less numbers, longer time. You're always going to get a bit of uh, discrepancy there. But, you know, the Marvel Solo films are Marvel. Solo is an product. outlier, hey. So- Solo is an Solo outlier is there, right? a massive outlier. But then, look, a fair mm. few of the Marvel films have also taken up Three, I think it was Black Widow to like 350 akin to Solo and Eternals and Shang-Chi, like I said up top, they only made 400 million compared to the other ones. But they, but they, they, those films generally make in the kind of the 800 million as a comfort zone for them. But yeah, for me, what I don't want to see Star Wars doing is pumping out too much content at a rate like the MCU. That is exhausting. Lesser known, sorry, diehard fans might disagree, or at least a blinkered blind ones or the YouTubers might disagree here. But I think the output has been diminishing in recent years both in cinema and in streaming i do not want to see star wars come to that i want that wonder to stay in star wars you know kids today may say differently when they see thor spider-man and black panther smashing the joint up and they might think that is wonderful to see on screen but the mysticism law world building of 
galaxy far, far away, mate. It's second to none. There's a, the sense of profundity that Star Wars gives is, for me, a lot more authentic than what I get from Marvel. But mm-hmm. Marvel was leading the way in terms of how to create these universes and Star Wars, DC, dare I say, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, all these other, are, are, are trying to find ways of how they can marvelize their product. But like you said, mate, you can't. You can't just take that and 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 do it, put a new skin on it. Because if, if if that was the case, everybody would doing it. What Marvel have done mm-hmm. is very very special. There has been a dip. Star Wars needs to be its own thing, and there are so many strengths to what Lucasfilm do and how they tell their stories that. You know, they're not in a position where they have to change. But there are many things, though, like you've just said, mate, and we've said over the course of the show that they can learn from Marvel and arguably should do in order to make Lucasfilm and Star Wars the best that it can be. Dear Kathy Kennedy, Bob Iger, Lucasfilm, Disney, please don't marvelify my Star Wars. Hi, this is Roger Christian, the Academy Award-winning set decorator on the first Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. One of the Marvel characters, Captain America, once said, I could do this all day. And that's what we think when we step outside a pub, or in this case, our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that remains, my friend, is, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, come on. Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Anthony, give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Park Callan sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yes, we're feeling marvelous this week. And each week here in the Bantina, we hear from you guys, the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we want to hear your thoughts on what we've been discussing. So this week, we actually asked for your thoughts on what Star Wars can learn and what it can avoid from the MCU, and you guys didn't hold back. No, no, you did not. Uh, we, we, we asked two social questions, right? What does Star Wars do better than Marvel and what could Marvel, what could Star Wars learn from Marvel, right? So we, 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 we've got a few comments here, but let's get, let's get stuck in. Mo, our boy, says lightsabers, mic drop. That's it. Sometimes if you're just in love Lad. with that, you're not going to top it. Danny Fandom says, start off by saying, I love both of these franchises, but Star Wars does visual effects much better i love that they keep their effects in-house rather than outsource the effects to studios like marvel does you just have to look at zeb in mando season three and that tells a whole story love that really thought-provoking uh comment there especially about zeb oh danny boy thanks for that dude Eamon jacobs our boy says i'd arguably say there's more depth to most of the stories in the star wars universe and they do so in a way that endures rather than the quick hit of blockbuster entertainment in the mcu don't get me wrong i love me some marvel madness but it doesn't have the same gravitas I agree with that. And uh, last comment on this post 
Josh Pritchard says, because of the variety of superheroes in Marvel, there's just lacking continuity between the different projects, whether it's films or TV shows. The MCU and multiverse aspect does aid Marvel in a bit in that way, but honestly, I just don't think it can match up. An example of a place I think Star Wars excels in in this way is the Jedi. It's a known fact throughout the galaxy that these space wizards exist and that they are there to keep peace with lightsabers and the ability to wield the Force. Yet in Marvel... They never seem to be able, in my opinion, to express that it was an accepted fact that these superheroes ever existed. There are other similar examples and blah de blah de blah but look, I could say never shake that feeling of sometimes when watching Marvel that it's a bit disjointed. Mate, it's, it's a, he specified that example, Josh, there, right? But he's bang on the money, and I, I get what he's saying. Maybe, maybe it's because we are more Star Wars fans than Marvel fans, right? There is always going to be that, that bias. We are a Star Wars show. But some interesting comments there. Should we just, like, nip over to the other post and just look at one yeah, or two comments it. from, like, what, 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 could, what could Star Wars learn from Marvel? Well, okay. Uh, Twin Suns Collecting, Marvel adapts popular storylines from a rich history and decades of comics and stories. Lucasfilm should look to the popular stories and characters from the EU. They've started with Thrawn and company. Sure, it wasn't all great, but there has not been a huge amount of iconic, long-lasting content from the current run. Twin Suns Collecting, spitting truth there. OP1. Our lad from Newcastle says when to take a break and or move away from a timeline. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Simple yeah. and effective. And we get loads of other comments about oversaturation and whatnot, you know, but I'm going to leave it there because we've got other comments on Twitter and Facebook that Matty Boy's going to cover. But just before that, let's uh, hear from someone a little bit familiar. I think he's familiar. Is that is that right, Matt? Do you know him? I guess. I you guess see him sometimes I'm... in the kitchen in his boxes, don't you, mate? <laughs> it's Sean Hudson. Let's listen to All him. Right, lads. Big Hud here. Uh, what does Star Wars do better than live action Marvel? Um, I mean, without wanting to sound facetious, they don't release 150-odd shows on a yearly basis with an absolute <laughs> requirement to... He loves it. Seen everything that comes before it, read the magazines and absolutely know every ounce of, of, of background. Magazines. There are some concerns about Ahsoka coming out if you've not seen Rebels, but I think that's been handled pretty well. But um, I, honest, mm. honestly, I think the Star Wars live action looks better. It definitely sounds better. Um, and of course, oh. there's Twi'leks. <laughs> well, there you go, mate. <laughs> and that's not the end of the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the end of the Twi'leks, is it? So we'll be we'll be getting to that later. But uh, what I appreciate that, Sean, mate. And, and yeah, I think you bang on the money. Quantity, quantity over quality in some cases. Um, and please, just let's not let that happen to Star Wars, Lucasfilm, Disney. That's the point of this show. Uh, Matt, what else are people saying on like Twitter and Facebook, mate? Uh, I'll blast through some of them. So, what does Star Wars do better than Marvel? Over on mm. X, uh, one quarter portion. Luke Summerfield, King of Wales, said. Star Wars does attention to detail better. Johnny Orm says, whilst both are massive interconnected franchises, Marvel almost relies on the audience keeping up to date. The Star Wars creators do great work to make every new film slash show accessible for new fans. And old 
Uh, Tom, Tom of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a sense of timelessness. Star Wars being a fairy tale set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away doesn't age like the MCU's modern day stories do, although I mm. do also enjoy the modernness of MCU stories. Uh, same Fair. question on Fair. Facebook. Um, uh, uh, Alex Fletcher, I feel the consistency in Star Wars is better now. There's always a bigger picture, and even now, everything they're doing, like the Kenobi show, fits into place perfectly in the timeline. I feel as though the MCU have run out of things to do after Endgame and only have a couple of good storylines going now, like the multiverse, but even that could be overwhelming at times. When there were theories like the world between worlds was going to lead to some sort of Star Wars multiverse, I was really worried and so glad it didn't turn out to be that in Ahsoka. Alex, I'm oh. with you. If they'd done time travel or multiverses, I may have had to just leave this show and never talk Star Wars again. I cannot, yep. cannot stress enough how much I would hate that. So Filoni, for listening, don't do it. Um, so now quickly flipping to the other question what do Marvel do better uh, our lads over at the Scarif, uh, Scuttlebutt Scarif podcast they said the biggest thing is planning you've got to have your stories planned out second would be making sure your creatives know that although they are charged to make something fresh and new the Star Wars sandbox has certain rules to make it fit they're his initial thoughts and then of course our boy from up north the Mancalorian he's come in clutch with this one mate so what does uh, what what can Star Wars learn from Marvel? He said very little. Star Wars has grandeur and gravitas that Marvel can only dream of. The low points of Marvel are far, far below those of Star Wars. Marvel's bigger in terms of recent financial term success because superheroes based in a primarily real-world setting are an easier sell to the mass market. The only lesson to learn would be the cautionary one of not spreading yourselves too thin. Marvel has clearly ever done it on content, green-lighting projects that are just daft. It's better to have Star Wars issue of not enough content than it is to become Marvel, whose films are ten a penny and, for the large part, now not memorable. So, of course, all of those opinions are those of the uh, contributors, though I agree with some. Some of them I'm a bit more hazy on, but pretty much what Adrian is saying there, I am, I am on the fence with. I do think there it is easier to market heroes in New York than it is, you know paths to Peridir and Wales and all that but space Wales actually but um, which one's better it, it, but it, it, you know we'll see in years to come up mate, whether there's a legacy but at the end of the day we want to stress this isn't the Star Wars versus Marvel thing we're not trying to say ours is better or yours is better these things coexist quite rightly and they should be able to copy each other's homework and hopefully improve it each time it's like, it's like competition at right back at your football club you want to bring in a right back who's just as good as you are so you push uh-huh. yourself to become better. Now, you didn't have to get better and the, the cycle continues, as Balin would say. But interesting thoughts. So, what was your vibe, just before we move on, what was your vibe from getting those um, comments? Do you think there was a much more of a bias towards Star Wars? Was there more was there some transparency that we didn't think we'd see? I, I mean, the session sick heads are pretty balanced anyway. Um, <laughs> and I'm really proud of like our listenership and our community because of that, right? But I, I yeah. definitely think Marvel was... In, in its more popular and almost like indestructible phase uh, during the end game Infinity War era mm-hmm. I mean now it, it feels like they're taking punches regularly like it feels like what you know whatever they do they're gonna get you know yeah trampled on a little bit which is maybe a bit unfair because Star Wars is in a similar position right and it's not always for good reason it's not always fair and it's but I think people are definitely starting to get a little bit irritated by spending a lot of money to go to a cinema, especially if you're a family, working class family. Mm-hmm. Times are tight. They are tough right now. 
And you go to a film and you watch, you know, and listen, I'm happy if you liked it, but if you watch something like Quantumania, I'd be pretty cheesed off. And I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm not doing that again. I'm, it's just, it, it was just rubbish. It was, it was rubbish. But maybe maybe kids did enjoy it. But, you know, I, I just don't think, I think they just need to slow down and take a step back and look at, you know, what are we doing? I think that's Star Wars, that's Marvel, that's, that's anything, anything in pop culture. They need to do that, mate. They need to. Yeah. 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 They've, they've both left indelible marks. Star Wars opened the floodgates for film series, for trilogies, Lord of the Rings, Indiana Jones, Alien, Potter, Marvel as well. But then Marvel mm. have opened the doors for connected and shared universes within media, which has never been done before. And that is a legacy that will never be taken away from them. So both have given huge legacy to filmmaking and cinema. Mm. And that is a win. So mm-hmm. no, I'm happy for that, even though Star Wars is better. That is a win for everyone involved. But uh, thank you, everyone, though, who sent in your, your comments this week. And if you didn't hear your comment featured, please do continue to send in your thoughts. And maybe you'll be featured on an upcoming stint in the Bantina. For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good best podcast best podcast mm, best podcast that's right spice is part of the buddha bantino it's the patreon question section and to kick us off this week it is our boy he's a clone wars fanatic i wonder what his question's gonna be about Ooh. this month it's scott fisher he's an essex native so you know we we give we give him a pass we love him he's a ledge <laughs> Hi, lads. Got to have that clone content sprinkled in as always. <laughs> Winky face. I think Scott's on to us. I think he, he gets loves it. A wink. We love Scott anyway. We're going to be, we, we, oh, we would have seen him at the watch along this week anyway. So, oh, he was, uh, so many ciders. <laughs> yeah, boozed up probably. Uh, no, you, you have been commissioned by the Republic to create a new unit for the clone hmm. army. What would you call this battalion and legion? What would its paint color and pattern be? Plus, what would its role be within the clone army? For example, the 442nd Siege Battalion, or as the name implies, Siege Specialists. Keep it spicy, boys. Essex Scott, your clone boy. What are you saying, Matty boy? Uh, Imagine if they cloned Scott. Imagine loads of Scots running around. How many would that be? (laughs) Wouldn't it? Um, Strongbow would never go out of business. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to Scott. We, we love Scotty boy. Uh, so I am going to go for, I'm going to call it the 30th battalion, 30th battalion. That's the age I was when my kid was born. So the 30th Nine. battalion, um, the color scheme would be black armor with a purple trim. Oh, you love camouflage, purple, didn't you? I do, but you've got to have a, ten- a sense of tailored quality and style. Do you remember, um, uh, Cyril in Andal? Yeah. He, you know, he tailored his uniform and he looked pretty sharp compared to the other schlubs. Now, you know, mm. my guys would look like that. Tailored outfits, a little bit of dark purple, because if you're going to die, you're going to die looking good. Um, what would they be? It would be like the SAS, mate. Super Army soldiers. It would be like the SAS. Uh, infiltrate and extract. Their job is to get in. Their job is to get the package. Their job is to get out. If they've got to break a few necks along the way, they do it. But nobody knows they've done it until they've gone because they're wearing black and purple. So, uh, yeah, SAS Infiltrated Extract Team, the 30th Battalion, Black Armour, Dark Purple Trim. The thing is, you won't be able to buy toys of them because you won't see them that, that good. They'll be in and out before you can even see them. Oh. So that's what I'm going for. Uh, what feel for you going to drop on us, mate? I love it, mate. 
I really, really like that. Mine would be the 998th <laughs> Battalion. <laughs> because, of course. <laughs> because, of course, it's a little wink to uh, the lead-up to The Phantom Menace. Oh. 1998 is <laughs> just too it's just too on the nose, like, on the nose. by and the way these probably these, these probably already exist right but um the, the color palette would be mine would be a very dark navy armor with like yellow um prints on them like pretty standard but they would be like you know uh cyprus you've got like un peacekeeping or like wherever yes actually, i know you mean but, like, i'd say I cyprus because yes. my, my father-in-law served in cyprus doing un Bad. peacekeeping Bad. with the british army right and um yeah so uh, un peacekeeping there would be like post clone wars so just like dawn of the empire these guys are just like patrolling planets and stuff and that they've got this kind of print on them because they're meant to be just more approachable. You know, forget the fact they've got helmets on and guns. guns. And I don't know if I'm talking about Clone Wars Bastards. or UN soldiers here or soldiers in yeah. general here, but don't be afraid of them. They're okay. I'm, I'm joking. No, <laughs> honestly, I'm, just having, I'm just having a bit of bounce, but yeah, they would be like that. And you know, as yeah, yeah, they get older and more useless, you can use them for other things like just eat deliveries. Yeah. Or in America, yeah. In America, I think that's called like just uh, DoorDash or something. DoorDash. It's yeah. called something different. Something. I know it's called just something different. Better. What do you Did want to do? Somebody tonight? say just eat. Just eat. I just just what do you want? To, just, just just eat. I don't want to just DoorDash tonight. Come on, guys. Sort your marketing out. Yeah, come on, lads. Come on. I I, I remember seeing that on like I think it was a TikTok. Someone was talking about DoorDash. I was like, what's that? What's a DoorDash? Sounds like a British like uh, lunchtime supermarket sweet type job, isn't it? Sounds like you would do like maybe a cheeky uh, turd drop off on a neighbour and then like and then run, run, run away run, or run, something. Run. Yeah, if Dale like, Winton, oh, no, poor poor old Dale, he's not with us anymore. But he would have presented it if he was still here. Dale Winton, yeah, Win- who is that? His name Winton or Winston? It was here. Who's going to dump on your door today? And it'd be like some Z-list celebrity. Hey, this has gone off. Yeah, t- t- target. Someone from like Hollyoaks or something. That's it. I don't watch Hollyoaks. Towie. Oh, don't. Propaganda. You want to talk about. Oh, my word. What a load of rubbish. Propaganda. Scott, I hope that satisfies you, mate. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't because it is a poor answer, but I appreciate the question and your support anyway. See you at the watch along, bad boy. Or or, uh, it was a pleasure seeing you at the bad Serving alongside. Watch along. Yeah, there we go. All right. See you on the radio. Mate, uh, quality question as well, Scott. Keep that clone love coming. Uh, Matt Chitty, our convention boy, Keep he said... that clone love coming. Brilliant. Brilliant. We, we Matty clones, isn't he? He's all over those clones. Um, Matty, Matty Chitty, he said, this is, this is one for Luke and our um, beautifully need uh, Collectors Guild co-host Dave Dunn. He says, hi, guys. Given Ahsoka is going to be the last content until probably late 2024... Uh, due to the pushback of Skeleton Crew and unsure on Bad Batch Season 3. Could this be an opportunity from a collecting standpoint to fill in some gaps on figures, etc., leading into bigger anniversaries <clears throat> in 2025? Um, well, Matty Boy, as of today, the WGA and AMPTP have come to a temporary uh, interim agreement, so maybe we will be seeing more Star Wars next year, but, uh, but they obviously will you know, have more thoughts on that when it becomes official, but it's great news nonetheless. Um, Bad Batch Season 3 is still coming out next year from what we've been told. But, mate, with the gaps now, we, we need to fill it somehow. Do you think Hasbro are going to be like, right, let's move our calendar forward t- two decades and start getting stuff out? I mean, Hasbro are already announcing stuff for 2024, and it's like, 
you know, Hu Yang <laughs> from Ahsoka. So I don't, I don't know really. I don't know really, but I do think the, I think there is a decent opportunity to catch up on some really loved figures from previous shows because I think. Uh, when we went to the Hasbro panel at Celebration or last mm. year at MCM Comic Con, I'm not sure if they're going to be at MCM this year. I hope they are at MCM October in London. Um, that would be really, really good. But what they always do say, and it's something that I, I'm trying to bear in mind more nowadays, is that, hey, guys, we used to have one Star Wars film every three years and now we're getting all of this content coming through shows. It's it's hard to keep up. We do not have time, or they claim they don't have time to keep up with all of these characters and to make molds for certain characters. I think there's some truth to that, but there's also some spin to that. Ooh, Matt, yeah. in answer to that, I'm I'm not sure, but I, do, I want to expand upon your question further. And I, I listen. I think the WGA uh, deal, yeah. That's that's awesome. They got that sorted. Great I think news. the actors they're still striking, but I wouldn't be surprised. Now WGA's done. I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to be uh, looked at very very shortly. By the There's time this comes out, between the the yeah. stuff that the WGA want and SAG after want, so a lot of that probably would have already been okayed already. I wouldn't. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if even by the time this comes out, that maybe something would be in the works or at least announced. Maybe let's see, yeah. but. Um, I wouldn't be surprised when now this but this backlog, just like how lockdown affected Star's product productions and pop culture, oh, just cinema in general, this uh, blip will affect ongoing slates, right? For yeah, yeah. cinema, for TV show, for streaming, right? I would not be surprised if we start to see more of hey, we're re-releasing Revenge of the Sith in cinema. Or we're doing uh, Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope on this weekend only, right? To just kind of get, try and get some cash in the company. Because there is going to be a few months or a blip where they can't put out as much as they planned. And I actually think that's going to be a good thing to let things breathe. But yeah, let's see. In terms of figures, I, I don't know. I, I don't even think Hasbro probably won't notice if I'm being honest, I'm not sure. Matt, I don't want to be, I don't want to be out of order or anything, but I don't, I don't know if they think like that. I really don't, Matt. Um, I'm trying to be reasonable here. I love the guys at Hasbro. What do you reckon, mate? I, I love the guys at Hasbro as well, but I, I'm going to emphatically say absolutely not. There will be no figures put out to, to uh, stem the tide or the, sorry, to plug the gaps. Because of what you said, Lukey Boy, in that, mm. yeah, I, listen, I understand that there used to be three Star Wars films, one, one Star Wars film every three years. That was 2005. And then we didn't have mm. anything, I get that. Mm. And, then in tw- and then from 2015 onwards, we've had almost one every year. This is, yeah. that's, that's eight years ago. Move of the times, get with it, expand. You've just yeah. made, you've just, you've just absolutely smashed the gut and the Haslab thing. And I'm going to sound awful here, but I know a lot of people love Haslab. I, I, I find it a little bit cynical the whole Haslab thing that you know, we, we, we give us all the money to make this because if you don't we're not going to make it just make it people will buy it uh, maybe just not the rankle nobody wants that um, <laughs> but I, I think and this is and again I love Hasbro I love most of the stuff they bring out I just cannot get my head around the fact that a massive massive company mm-hmm. like Hasbro cannot look at this and think hmm there's a film coming out every year maybe we should you know, expand our um, organisation or our Star Wars Marvel Power Rangers whatever division 
to be able to keep up with the demand. They haven't done it. They just haven't. They just have not done it. And I don't. I don't not get why. It's not like they're strapped for cash. Uh, the thing is, though, it also it's a little bit like the YouTube situation, and other things in the, in the sense that who's going to come and usurp Hasbro? Yeah, you've got obviously Hot Toys and Sideshow, but they're not for the wider consumer market. Who's going to who? Who have Hasbro got to be scared of taking their position at the top of the table? Nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we almost need somebody to come out and try and challenge them for that uh, exclusivity deal to kind of maybe give them a kick up the backside because Hasbro do some really good stuff. And some of the stuff they released at HasbroCon, they announced, I was very impressed by. Some of it, I wasn't as keen on some of the things, but that's just part and parcel. You, you, you announce 15 things. You're lucky if all 15 are great. There's going to be some which aren't. But, mm. um, so, you know, the, the premium stuff they put out, like the helmets and the lightsabers, I think are very cool and very timely as well. I just wish they'd expedite the figures a bit more because I'm still waiting for the Fallen Order figures from 2019. <laughs> uh, and there are people still waiting for figures from Mando Season 1 which would do well. Uh, maybe we're, maybe I'm nostalgic for the days when they just pump out figures for everyone. And yeah. maybe the sequel trilogy sales for some of those figures would say, maybe they don't, people don't want a Zuvio, sorry, Martin, or certain characters. Maybe they're just focusing on a, on a few. Maybe, it, may, hey, maybe it's quality over quantity um, at Hasbro, but it, I think it's just the lead times need to come down a bit. So I don't think, cool, I've yeah. gone off on there. I don't think they're going to be releasing any figures for an anniversary I would love to be proven wrong, mate. Trust me. Trust me, daddy. <laughs> Trust me. I would love it if they said, oh, we're releasing all these figures. You didn't know they were coming because we kept it a surprise. I'd love it. I genuinely would. No, but I, I know, know there's I know. certain bigger, uh, certain like, collectible outlets out there who are not so happy with what's going on over there, but that's for them to deal with. With with the exception of price, I've I've actually been more impressed of Hasbro in in in, in the, like the last year or so. They, they've been Good. they've been like landing some wins. The black series, some of those black series molds that they've been dropping, and even vintage collection ones. You're like, they, these are a step up. They so there are Didn't some like the Shin Hattie one though. No, the new Shin looked like. It. It it look, just looks like a mannequin face with a bit of like black spray oh, paint just under the eyes. You're like, yeah, yeah I like it. Like, it doesn't look like Shin at all. Balin looks sensational. It looks good, yeah. Like it a lot. But sometimes lack of soft goods as well. You know, I know some people have been complaining about that. But listen, yeah. Matt, as That's always, thanks for being a patron. Yeah, that, yeah we'll, we'll chat about it on Collectors Guild at some point. I am sure, buddy. Last but not least, it's Sean Hudson again all over again uh how does one describe a pack of twi'leks now listen i don't know if this is politically correct or not yeah um i i pride myself on trying to be a pretty fair guy but um yeah it's a patron question um matt (laughs) we could just Um, skip it like no man and we could just out your brother we could just out your brother and leave it there and be like sorry we're out he loves it um, I know he does. Loves it too I much. Wanna, I don't want to say. I don't want to say like a hud of Twilex because that then implicates me. I'm a dad. A hud of Twilex. A Sean of Twilex. A gaggle of Twilex. Um, yeah. A a well intentioned group of Twilex is what you'd call them. Um, <coughs> I would anyway. I don't know about Sean, but um, uh, a team, a team of Twilex because you've got that alliteration. Yeah, Twilex, like Twilex, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, uh, or otherwise an S hud, Sean. But what would you call if you saw if you were going to um, Tesco in Leon C? You needed to get some tea bags uh, yeah. and some bog roll, and you just saw you know a, a collection of lekud people in the yeah, in the corner of s- Tesco. 
What, what would you say to Mrs. Oh, look at that of Twi'leks over Easy. there. Easy. Easy. The Gialdem. <laughs> I'll say it. There we go. Um, Dipping dip into my wife's lovely family for that. <laughs> yeah. What happens if it's that weird guy from Mando um, with the guy that they broke out of prison? Oh, yeah. Well, maybe that's my fault for assuming they're all female. <laughs> that's bad Sean isn't does. it that's bad yeah yeah that's because that's why because i know sean's asking um i'll just yeah the t- the tweets tweets oh i dig it i dig it well yeah. there we go and if anyone else out there has some that's decent sweet, suggestions dm my brother directly yeah. he loves Classic it DM him directly Classic. we don't want to weird him send it to him uh, yeah. but though um <laughs> scotty boy matty boy shawny boy thank you so much for those uh strange assortment of questions we hope we answered your questions um, well, we think we did. What do you guys think? Clones, let us know what your clone battalion would be. Uh, are Hasbro going to step their game up to fill the gaps next year? And Twi'leks, what is a collection of them called? But on that note, that is it for our time here. Bartender, sorry about the mess, but we're going to be coming, making a little bit more rabble-rousing here in your establishment, the Bantina, same time again next week. It's the Star Wars Sessions game! Yeah, game! That's wine. right. Oh. Every one. I've just finished my wine, mate. The red's gone. It is demolished. Demolished Ooh, that a while ago. Um, listen, uh, yeah, every week, every main episode, we end the show with a cheeky game this week it's my turn to host so that means matty boy will be playing matt are you ready are you ready to play the sws game i'm ready i'm ready all right mate this is the last star wars sessions game in september 2023 it's going to be a large one it's going to be a large one i'm going to give you a letter i'm going to give you a letter and in five seconds in fi- I'm going to be timing you He's for every letter. Got his timer out. Five seconds to name a character that begins with the letter. So let's say oh. if it were C, you would be like, "Oh, C-3PO, brilliant!" Did that mm-hmm. in five seconds. Tick. Did you oh, get okay. it? Okay, you got it? it. Okay, so character right. that begins with that letter in five seconds. Yes. Yeah. 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 So we've got okay. one, two, three, four. Five, I think we've got 10. 10 letters. The letters were already, yeah, we've got 10, and the letters oh, have already been arranged. Quick fire, then. Some are easy. Some are really, really harsh. Are you ready to Good. play, mate? Yes. Five <laughs> seconds. Five seconds. Okay. Play the music. We're going to begin. Your first letter is V. Fai Maradi, Galaxy's Edge Girl. Well, but that's a yes. That's a yes. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You did that in just under, just under four seconds. Very good. Right. Okay. Next one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Is let me reset that. Is W. Wicket Warwick. Oh my day! Brilliant. 
absolutely sensational. Two for two at the moment, mate. Let me reset okay. the timer. This is this is a naughty Come one. On. I am happy to be a bit flexible with this. You'll understand in a moment. Your oh, next no. letter is X, and your time starts now. Gian. Toilet Commando. <laughs> yes! We interviewed, didn't we? I think. Four, we did, Natalia Tenia. Four seconds. Four seconds. That's crazy. Okay. Thank you, Flip Alexis. That, you're doing all right. This is your game, bro. Right, oh. next letter is A. Don't know. <laughs> I can't Time. think of anyone. Time, Marvel mate. Marvel I can't think of anyone. That's it now. All downhill. All downhill from here, mate. A, I mean, Antilles. That's his second name. I would, I would have taken that, though. I'd take no. that. No! <laughs> okay, I would, Antilles. I would, well... Uh, I mean, Skywalker-esque. Uh, yeah, I think Anakin, I'll, ta- Anakin. I'll ta- Anakin. I've t- oh, mate. How did neither of us... I forgot that. Come on. <laughs> Look, yeah. Okay, okay. Right, okay. Let's get back to um, next, next letter, R. Rose Tigo. Of course. Of course it's we Rose Tigo. Rose Tigo fan Excellent. Uh, <laughs> next letter, S. Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Shmi! Shmi! What's that like? CR7. Like Cristiano. <laughs> Shmi! Shmi! You wish you guys could see what I can see. Oh, Shmi! Uh, excellent. Back in it. Next letter is I. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, I too late. I don't too know. late. Too late. Sorry, buddy. Who's I? Um, Inquisitor. <laughs> Inquisitor Grand. Um, um, I don't know. It'll be someone. In who cares? In, oh, who cares? We'll, oh, we'll, 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 we'll research in a second. Yeah, that's what Google's for. That's okay, what Wikipedia is for. Um, next letter. You've got three left. H. H. Harja. Mm-hmm. Oh, S3. my word. Whoever that was sent the question last week. Thank you, mate. I think it's Max Rebo. Thank you, mate. Very good, mate. Very good. Right. Two left. Penultimate okay. one. P. P. Palpatine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <it's Rapper>. <laughs> that was just before the five second mark. Just before the five second mark. Last letter. Last letter. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. It is G. Grease. Greasy money, baby. Grease. I think that was your quickest one. Grease. Oh, man. Greasy does I, it. I was hoping you would like stay in theme with a soaker and be like Grand Admiral Thrawn or something. I'd be like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. He, he, he ain't greasy, don't is worry he? About him. He's not greasy money, baby. Eight yeah. out of ten. That is. I, do you know what, mate? That is exceptional. I was thinking some of those were hard. You got X. You that. got W. You got P, you got H, you didn't get A, you didn't get Anakin, Anakin. and you didn't get I, which is fair. I's I's a tough one. Should I we have a little quick? Let's have a look. Quick. Star Wars characters beginning Are you good? with I. Yeah, Someone's Star Wars. screaming at us now. Well, IG88. Oh, there we go. IG11. That's the only one that comes up other than Inquisitor. There we go, mate. You've smashed it. it. That is this week's game. Done. Finished. Finito. Nice one, mate. 
I'm so pleased that I actually did quite well and didn't embarrass myself as I sometimes have done on these games. Uh, so thank you, mate. Never. Thank you for making me look good. Pleasure. Pleasure, buddy. Thank you for playing. It's a pleasure. Right, well, I'm sad to say for another week that that is that for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. Episode 220 is in the bag. We had a watch along this week. That's in the bag. Part seven of Ahsoka, in the bag. Everything's in the bag. So it's this episode 220. It's done, but the fun doesn't end there, Master Blarwick. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us online? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, X, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Threads. Just search Star Wars Sessions and you'll find us there. Uh, drop us a voice note or a message aligned or, or just a thank you to our email address, which oh. is hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. Uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon, guys, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. If you want to ask us questions every month, if you want to be in the next watch along, if you want to get all the bonus content, it lives over at the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. $2 gets you into the Star Wars Sessions sick heads. It's worth it, mate. Come join. Join the dark side. Why not? Why no. We have cookies. If you want to support the show for free, keep doing what you're doing and just listen. We dig it. But also, please do leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. If you're on Spotify, if you're listening on Apple or any of them, just scroll up to the top where you see our name. Hit those five stars. See, you've probably already done it by now. If not, you could have done. Why haven't you? Please do it because those stars really do help the show grow. Five of them introduce new listeners all five stars and it's another way once you've given us five stars to hear from more of you each and every week so thank you i think on a uh, spotify we're only like three reviews away from like uh, a, a solid number i think it's like 200 reviews or something maybe it's maybe it's more maybe it's less hang on oh, let no. me check that maybe. let me let me check so, that look, you um, could do it now see but get us three, to that number now we're four away from 300 we Come know on Spotify. We know more of you guys listen on Spotify. Oh, so just, a lot more. Just do it. It takes a second. It takes a second to do that. So please do that. It'd mean the world. And please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats, tell your nearest tweet leck. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin the North America Castle Spicier. Yes, tell your nearest Star Wars character that begins with the letter I that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time, from me, see ya, and from Luke. May the force be with you always. Luke. Luke. Angie. 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 Jeanne. Angie. Oh. It can't, you know, I'm just splitting up. Angie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like it. Feige's project was something announced in the press or I suppose fandom. What?